0: princess do you feel that the residue of love in the air yeah i feel it too the world has had its day of love valentine's day and there's this still lingering effect going on but give it some time and that effect goes away because love should not just be celebrated one day of the year Jesus commands us to love one another and that is a celebration that lasts every day of the year. There's no limits and boundaries to the love that God gives us. It's hard sometimes though because Jesus says to love one another, but he also tells us to love our enemies. And if you're anything like me, that's hard. I it's easy to love those that love you. It's easy to be in a relationship with those that are easy. But it's those difficult people, you know, the ones, the ones at work that get on your last nerve. You know, the ones who always are complaining about something who come and they just dump their garbage on you emotionally and then walk away feeling good while you're holding their baggage. Those are the harder people to love. Those are the ones that strain ourselves to, to love them. Jesus commands us to do so. And if he commands us to do so, that means he gives us the ability and the power to get it done. So I know, I know the world has has loved on one another for a day. And some of us didn't have anyone to bring us flowers or candy or stuffed animals. And we may feel like we are not loved. And that's not the truth at all love real love is not determined by what somebody brings you in forms of flour candies and stuffed animals jesus says that real love is what a person is willing to sacrifice themselves for you they're willing to be unselfish when it comes to you they're willing to give of themselves wholeheartedly so that you can walk in love that's, that's real love. Real love has no conditions. Real love has no boundaries. It's not selfish. And you know, first Corinthians chapter 13 tells us all about love. It is indeed an action word. So when people say, I love you behind that love, there should be some form of action. There sh- should be um, some form of affection, some form of giving of themselves, some form of sacrificing themselves, some form of just not saying it with words, but also saying it in deeds action I love that James says that faith without works is dead but that faith should be grounded in love and love without action is dead it's useless I can say I love you I love you I love you but if my actions contradict what I say it's not real love so I need to learn how to balance what real love is. And real love, Jesus tells us, is the willingness to give of ourselves. I'm gonna read something from uh, John chapter 15. And Jesus is talking um, to his disciples. He really is talking about being um, the vine and that we are connected to the true vine and this is our life source but then he pauses there and he gives a command. And starting um, at verse nine, he switches the conversation a little bit and he starts to give us, this is why you are connected to the vine. This is why you are in the father, just as Jesus is in the father. He's telling them, this is the reason why. Verse nine. I have loved you even as the father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command, love each other. That's the command that we, the believers in Christ Jesus, we are commanded to love each other. He didn't just say, love your neighbor that you like, love the one that is in your home, he just commanded love each other so our valentine's day is not just a day we should walk in the spirit of love continually and bearing good fruit and when we are walking in step with the holy spirit and when we are walking in the love of the father when we are giving and sacrificing as jesus did he also says that you can ask whatever you ask for will be given to you using my name he says this twice in this section of the passage of john chapter 15 he says it earlier in this uh in a couple of verses before if you ask anything in my name the father would give it unto you it is not just this random blank check for you to go off and ask he's saying but if you are in step and in line and in tune and walking in this love yes you can ask why because our asking will be in line with what the father wants it would be in line with love and not just asking for my own random benefit and yes God gives us what we need he provides for us he is Jehovah Jireh the God who provides for us but it's just not about us it's just not about what we desire and what we want there are times in which God blesses us so that we can extend that blessing to someone else We become conduits of God's love. It flows through us. He did not, we did not choose him. He chose us to be those conduits of love and allowing that love to flow through us. There is someone in your sphere of influence, in your community, your workplace. They need the love of the Father. They need someone to love on them. Beyond the chocolates and the balloons and the candy and the stuffed animals, they need true everlasting love that will extend beyond February 14th and will keep going 365 days a year, 366 on a leap year. They need the love of the Father continually every single day. And God says that he has put us here and commanded us to love one another so what are you going to do with that it's totally up to us we get to choose what we do with that information we have an option to obey and love one another or we can choose to walk in our own flesh and decide i will pick and choose whom i love and i'll love this one because i know they love me but that one over there that one over there dislikes me. They have a hatred for me. And so I'm not going to love them. And that's not okay with the Father. Oh, I know it's it's difficult. But it's I know it's, it's easy to write them off and not love them. But it's not okay with the Father. It's not okay, Jesus says. He's commanding us to love. Love, love. First, love those that are in the body of Christ but it goes beyond that. We still have to extend that love outside of the walls of the church, outside of the walls of the body and love those who will never come inside of a church building, who will never maybe step into a community. We have to go out and love them. I love the story that, that Jesus, or that is told in the Bible where it says, if those won't come to the feast, go into the highways and the byways and compel them to come to the table. That is real love. Real love says, I will go into the trenches. I will go into the lowly places. I will go into the place nobody else will go into. And I will love on people who the world says is unlovable. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to put myself in harm's way if that's not what God told me to do. But it does mean I'm going to keep my heart open and vulnerable to love those who may or may not love me back. And I will say this. If you have ever been wounded, if you have ever been in a situation that you have been hurt and people have abandoned you and you um, are feeling like you you can't love, you've built up these heart walls around you and you find it so difficult to let people in because of that woundedness, you're not alone. Oh, how many times I have hidden behind the walls um, that I built, the fortress that I built up around myself, protecting myself from the world, telling myself that it's better this way and I will never be hurt again behind my walls. But I also was missing out on life. I was missing out on the love that someone else wanted to give me, but I wouldn't let them in. I wouldn't experience the love that they have for me because of some individual or circumstance or situation that had hurt me in the past. What I do know is that when I took all of that hurt, all of that pain, bitterness, resentment, pain, anguish, and I took that to God and I laid it before him and I had to say to him and be honest, I am angry, upset with you, God, because you allowed me to be hurt you allowed me to feel this pain. You allowed the circumstance to happen. And therefore I feel like I had to protect myself and I built these emotional walls around me to do that. And it is a challenge to bring them down, God, but I'm I'm presenting these walls to you. Brick by brick, take them down. And God does. And it, it's uncomfortable. It's challenging. And we have to now put ourselves in a position to be uncomfortable. Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. We have to grow in that place of just allowing God to to mold us. But one of the things we need to do is trust him. Trust him with our hearts again. Trust him with that vulnerability again. And here's the deal. God will use your situations and your past experiences to minister to someone else. But he will mend your broken heart and he will allow you to love again and to experience the love that another human has to give to you. But I will guarantee you this, you are most likely to be in a situation in which you are hurt again. That is the, just the, the happenings, the consequences of vulnerability and this broken world that we live in. That doesn't mean that we stop being vulnerable. And I mean vulnerable to God, not to man. I mean open and exposed and say, God, like here is my heart and I'm gonna love big the way you commanded me to. And though I have experiences, they're not gonna become baggage in which I hide behind this brick that I've built up for myself. So it's going out and choosing to be vulnerable, to be open to loving people and in return expecting nothing back. They may not have love to give you. They may not even know. They may be behind their own heart walls and and finding it difficult to accept the love that you are extending them, but it doesn't make a difference You are still commanded to love each other regardless of the person, whether or not they're in a place to receive it. We must love one another starting in the home and then extending abroad. We are commanded to love and the love that we are given is not that the world gives. It is not some temporary um, fly by night one day of the year type of love. This love is unconditional (laughs) you <laughs> It's a love that is willing to sacrifice. It's a love that is willing to put ourselves in a position. It is a love that will intercede for a friend, a family member, or even a stranger. It is the love that will stop in the middle of the grocery store and pray for a person you see that is needing the word of God or needing the comfort of the father or just saying hello and listening to them. Although you know it is going to make you late to get home, to get dinner on the stove, standing in that place and just listening to that person as they pour out their hearts to you. And then God gives you an opportunity to just say, you know, I'm sorry that you're dealing with this, but I want you to know, and God wants you to know that he loves you. And yeah, my roast may not get on in time. My vegetables or my ice cream may thaw out before I can get it home, but that person will know that they're loved. Why? not because I said it, because I took the time. That was the action. I took the time to love on them, to show them that God loves them and listen to the words that they had to say. And that's it. You may not have to have some big elaborate action. Sometimes it's a smile, sometimes greeting someone with a hello, Sometimes God calls you to hug and I know we're in the midst of this virus situation, but you can still interact with a person without coming in close contact with the person. And especially now with this isolation and things have been happening in our world and people are away from those that they love and people are distant and people still are closed in or shut in. People are afraid. They so need the love of God more than just one day. They need the love every single day. And princess, you have it. I have it. You have exactly what the world needs. You have the love of the Father. And Jesus says, I command you, love one another in the same way that I loved you. Now that for me, I don't know about you, but that for me is like, wow. Not only just love them. In another scripture, he says, love them as you love yourself. But this right here, Jesus says to, tells us in verse 12 of chapter 15 to love each other in the same way I have loved you. Whoa, Jesus. I know how Jesus loved me. He gave up everything for me. He sacrificed everything. He died on a cross. He gave up everything. He took my sins away and gave me his love and peace and righteousness in exchange. Jesus paid it all because His love for me. The father says that he has given up his son because He loved the world. This is this love that is so deep and unconditional that it's hard for our human minds to sometimes comprehend. And here Jesus is telling us and commanding us, love one another the way I loved you. Wow, Jesus. If I compare that and measure my love to the standard in which Jesus says I must love, I need to go back to the drawing board. I don't know about you, but I've fallen short. I've been have loving people. I love people to some degree, but am I willing to love them like Jesus loved me? Not all of them, if I'm honest. There are just some people that I'm like, to heck with them. I don't, I don't want to love them. I don't even want to talk to them. But Jesus commands me, and a commandment that he gives me It's just that it's a command. He's not asking, do you want to go love these people? No, he's commanding. As a matter of fact, he says, this is so important that you can wrap up all the laws that are written in the Old Testament, all the laws and the prophets can be hinged on this one thing, love each other as I have loved you. As the Father has loved and lavished his love upon us, he is calling us to do the same thing. And in that, we are fulfilling everything that has ever been written in the Old Testament, the laws and the prophets. We fulfill that when we love one another. Everything that we want to do is fulfilled through love. It has to be filtered through the love that we have for the Father, every single action is filtered through love. When God speaks to us, allows situations to happen to us, even those things that come in our lives that we feel are negative, every situation, though it's difficult and hard, understand this, not that God gave it to you, but it was filtered through his hands of love. He will not stop loving you. And we may be in difficult situations sometimes, but just as Job, we know it was the enemy that inflicted his body and taken away his children and his wealth and livestock, but God still loved him. And the enemy had to keep asking. It was still filtered through the hands of and love of God. And I know the pain that we have felt in some situations. It's like, God, how, does a loving God allow me to experience things like this? We are living in a broken and fallen world and things happen and they're unfortunate, but they're still filtered to the love of God. He still loves us. And he holds on to us in those very painful, difficult, dark situations. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is still there with us. And in some way, somehow he's going to use that situation and circumstance for your good. I have this saying that I love, God wastes nothing. He doesn't waste a thing in our life. He uses every situation. If we allow him for his glory, he will use that to minister to someone else and to love on someone else, that they were drawing closer to him, he wastes nothing. Nothing. And so I have experienced so much pain in my life, so much suffering in my life. But I yield it to God, in all transparency. This is hard for me sometimes, but this one thing I know is that God has commanded me to love. And then he's given me his spirit. And Galatians five tells me that the fruit of the spirit is first one, love. The fruit of the spirit is love. So when I operate or I allow the Holy Spirit to minister through me, love is the fruit that will be produced. So it's not like I really have to do a whole lot. It's just yielding to the Holy Spirit. It's every day making a decision that I'm going to walk with the spirit of God. And when I do so, the fruit of love is produced in me. That's it. It is quite simple when you pull pull it all back to the basics. Love and love unconditionally. And here is the spirit of God to help you do so. I love that. I love the father has given me the ability through his spirit to do what he's commanded me to do. He's never going to ask you to do something that he's not giving you the ability to do. And so when Jesus commands us in chapter 15, verse 17 of John, he says, this is my command, love each other. Then he also gave us the ability to do so. So it's not out of my strength or out of my power. It's simply relying on the Holy Spirit. So the next time you find yourself in a very difficult position with someone who's so difficult to love, think about the love that God gave you when you were difficult to love and yet and still he loved on you. Turn around and extend that to someone else. Love and grace. I love you. God loves you more. Go in peace.